Welcome to the Life After Kids podcast with Drs. Brooke and Lynn. We're getting real, raw, and vulnerable on all things midlife. We're sharing our friendship of over 20 years, and we're having honest conversations about our struggles and what it really takes to live a meaningful life after kids. So brew your coffee or steep your tea and pull up a chair. Let's have a chat. Together, we'll rewrite the next chapter in Show Midlife Who's Boss. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Life After Kids with Doctors Brooke and Lynn. I'm Dr. Brooke. And I'm Dr. Lynn. Thank you so much for joining us. We're happy to have you as always. Yes, we are. And this week we're talking about natural ways to fight a sweet tooth. So after we oh. after our last episode where we really rained on the sugar parade, we realized, guys, <laughs> everybody wants to eat a little something. We it's part of their flavor profile, right? We've got salty, sweet. Um, bitter and um, yeah. savory. So it's a, it's part of living life. You've got to have a little bit of sweet somewhere, but how can you do it in a healthier right. way? And life is too short to not enjoy those things. But if we can do it in a healthier way, it is a great yeah. thing. Wherever we can avoid those refined sugars, there's a way to get, like you said, some pleasurable, some sweet yeah. into your life, but still have it be good for you. Yeah. And I will say, and maybe this is just me, but I notice more now, like as I'm getting older, when I do have like something sweet or something rich or something like really delicious, even if it's like some of the healthier things that we're talking about, there's something that it does to me on an emotional level. <laughs> I'm not kidding. If, especially if I'm sitting and enjoying it, like it just is like this, it's almost like stress, stress relief or something. I know you're laughing at me like I'm a weirdo, but it's true. Like my point is like, there is something to be said for eating foods that we love. Yeah. No, I was, I was sitting here thinking, congratulations, you've, you've done it. <laughs> That's exactly what it's supposed to be. I mean, food is the most overused, um, you know, antidepressant, they call it, right? So m- many of us use it for stress relief. If you can really sit down and just enjoy something and really just savor it and not yeah. overindulge, but really get a lot out of it, then- you, that's you're winning. Thank you. And I, I have had those moments like where I like meals or desserts or whatever it is, where I really like, I almost take like a little sigh, like, a, like, a, Oh, this is really good. Like I deserve this. Or I just, it's just so like, it is fulfilling. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm glad we're having this conversation so that we can find those things yeah, that taste great and give us that feeling, but are also not like damaging to our health. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. and again, I mean, sugar, it's, we're, we're all, you know, working through that. And, but the point of it is, is how can we still have it and do it in a healthier right. way? Yeah. And by the way, I just want to say one more thing before we get deep into this conversation to piggyback off of last week's conversation, which was kind of heavy. <laughs> yeah. And I got, I, like... I got probably a little like cantankerous. I love that word. Um, but, <laughs> but here's the thing, even if it's food, that's not great for you, if it brings you joy and you're enjoying it in the moment, it's not a bad thing. The worst thing you can do is eat that thing. And be stressed about it and feel bad about yourself or beat yourself up or whatever it is. Because I guarantee you the stress of that, as we talked about stress as part of that epigenetic conversation is worse than. And the negative thinking around it. Yeah. So when you are going to indulge, if you're going to have that one time where you have the donut, enjoy the hell out of it and let it go. Love it. Okay. Great advice, actually. On to this conversation. So there's a couple of 
pieces to this sweet tooth. So if you're finding you're really, you know, craving something sweet, I think the first thing to do is to question that craving. Is it really that you need something sweet or are you dehydrated? Do you maybe need to drink some water? Do you need to drink some tea first? Yeah. Um, those are thoughts and easy ways to try that, especially if you have been known to overindulge, yes. maybe give that a try. Um, also like, so this is, we'll just talk through these things before actually getting to the place where we do know that it is sugar that we need, but maybe you need to exercise or take a walk first. So if you've eaten a very satisfying meal, if you've had some healthy carbohydrates with it, some, you know, um, sweet potatoes or some squashes, and you know, you've eaten enough carbohydrate, um, maybe you just need to distract yourself and get out and take a, uh, take a walk or do something because Sometimes it's just boredom or habit. Yeah. Um, I know that it's a mental thing that for me. And yes. Mental thing. Can I add Absolutely. on to those two things too? So what you said about hydration, I can say for me personally, I find that a lot, like, especially at my dinner time, very often when I'm done with my meal, I want like, I was like, I need something sweet or I'm not going to be satisfied. Or even during the day, even at lunch, when I'm done very often, if I drink a big glass of water and add a little bit of electrolyte done and I'm full and satisfied and completely walk away. That's one thing that I noticed. And the second thing is if I'm really craving something sweet, I think sometimes it's because I've not had enough protein in my meal and I'll grab like a paleo Valley, um, grass fed like meat stick or something just another another piece of chicken or whatever something yeah yeah or right not a huge like not like a full burger or whole chicken breast but something and that would you do it for me very often too so you could be lacking on the protein front as well yeah especially women in our age group we're known to eat maybe not as much protein as we should and your body a craving is always a sign that your body just needs something something. yeah you need something else because sugar is such a quick and easy fuel for your body. If it's lacking, sometimes those signals get confused and you're getting a signal or craving for sugar, but it could be that your body needs minerals, like you said, Mm -hmm. or electrolytes or protein first. Absolutely. Um, And those element um, electrolyte powders are great because they have a little bit of Sweetener. sweetness to them. Yeah. Um, I mean, there is no sugar in them. It's just it's a stibia. Bit of salt. It's stib- right. stibia sweetens sweetened it, which, which we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, that's helpful. And one other thing I want to say before we move on is the other piece to this, like as we're talking about, maybe your body needs something else. If you're a chocoholic, which by the way, I sort of am, <laughs> and we all are to some extent, but if that's something like that you just cannot go without, very often you're lacking in magnesium. Mm. So your body's craving the chocolate because of that. So just keep that in mind. And, you know, if you're trying, if that's a habit for some reason that you think you need to break, you might try supplementing with some magnesium and that might be helpful. That's great. You're a treasure trove of those facts about the crit. I love that. All the things that you you throw out there. Um, So the next thing would be to, you kind of touched on it. So instead of going right to the sugar um, and if you've decided, even if you've decided you're going to have some sugar, or if it's a night that you want to have a dessert or you're sharing or you're indulging, Always eat fat or protein with that sugar. So never eat sugar alone. And here's why, because of our insulin response. If you just dump a bunch of sugar into your body, you're going to get a massive insulin response, assuming that you're not insulin resistant, that is. And then, so true. And then what's going to happen is your body will send out insulin, which will bind to the sugar and pull it into the cell. And then pretty soon your body is going to on a roller coaster ride sugar. So that's why we say sugar is so dangerous. It's because it's one of those things that there's withdrawal from it, right? If you don't have it. 
So always combine it with fat and protein because it's going to slow down that metabolism and not spike that blood sugar. Absolutely. As a hundred percent. And at a minimum, if don't get the protein into the fat for sure, but even both of them even better. Correct. And yep. and here, and you might be going, well, what do you mean by that? Because most, most desserts or treat that you're going to have is going to have some element of fat. But I know I have plenty of friends that just feel like they need a little something and they'll take a little handful of like Swedish fish mm-hmm. or, or have like, do you know what I'm saying? Or something like that. That's around that's just like sugar. Yeah. And it might give you a little spike of energy or crave that sweet tooth that you're craving. I'm getting like super basic here, but like, for real, that's probably the worst yeah. thing you can do because that's just going to set you up to continue to be hungry. Yeah. You need something You're going else. back to that cupboard. I mean, that's just More straight up sugar. Day. Yeah, straight up sugar. Yeah. So, I mean, when and when we say fat, um, one of the things that I do is so I take my omega oil um, supplement often at the end of my dinner because oh. I know I'm going to probably want something. I have that, you know, the, in, the evening meal is when I usually do that if I'm going to have some dessert. And so I'll take my omega three, which consists of two teaspoons of fat yep. oil, straight yep. oil. You could do a little bit of coconut oil. If you're so inclined, um, you could do a little bit of nut butter. Just be careful if you're trying to maintain your weight. Cause yep. those things are sometimes have sugar, but that's what we mean by pulling something fatty or there's great products on the market called keto keto bombs, like you can buy them, you can make them um, where they have that sweetness. And then they have that fat together, which is a really a beautiful thing. Cause again, it's going to yeah. not spike your blood sugar. So one of, uh, since you meant brought it up, one of my favorite things to do you, around lunch, at lunchtime, usually, because I do often like to finish my meal with a little something sweet. I just feel like it ends it for me and just brings it full circle. And then I'm satisfied. So very often after my lunch, I'll have a keto cup. And they, they come in a little bag, but they're individually packaged. Like if you were going to get, I hate to say this, but like a Reese's cup, you know, like how they would come just in one. And when you open it, it looks like a Reese's cup, it's chocolate and it's in the same form. And I prefer the hazelnut, but there's also just cocoa butter butter Mm -hmm. and there's almond butter. I've never had the almond butter, but I've had the cocoa butter or the coconut and um, the hazelnut. And it really is. So it's sweetened with stevia and I think maybe some monk fruit. Um, so there's really no sugar, but it's taste super sweet and it's coated in dark chocolate and it's, I, it's like such a treat for me, but you're literally, you're not, you're getting a heavier dose of fat, but that's going to satiate you. Um, and it tastes like a delicious treat and there's no sugar. Like really there's, yeah, you've turned me onto those and they're so good. It's just such a nice way to get your sweet tooth instead of grabbing like a cookie or a whatever it is. So totally. And we all know that like, so we had a friend who made some gluten-free grain-free pumpkin bars for Lila. And, you know, I walked, I circled the kitchen around those things And I walked up. You were like the lion stocking spray four hours before I tried one of those. And honestly, no. And I hope she's not listening (laughs) because it was delicious and it was so worth it. And to your point, like really savor. I savored that thing, but I'm telling you today, even today, I feel that like it's like I it went right in and it went right to my hips. So that's one thing about the keto cup is you know, you don't feel that heaviness after you eat it. Yeah. Right. So, um, unlike some other things, another favorite of mine, you mentioned the chocolate and chocolate has so many polyphenols, antioxidants. We hear about this, especially if it's a high percentage of cacao, 
you know, because that just means it's not as sweet. Yep. And you take a little bit of that and you combine it with some nuts after dinner. Like that's a favorite of mine because again, the fat with the sweet. So many moms in the Life After Kids community are seeking more purpose now that their kids are grown. But over and over again, we hear this one thing. I don't know where to start. That's why we created the Life After Kids Goals Framework and User's Guide. It's the one tool you need to design your new chapter, and it will show you where to start. The best part is it's free. Use the link go.lifeafterkids.com forward slash goals framework to get yours now. That's go.lifeafterkids.com forward slash goals framework. Let's get started redesigning our life today. So good. I That's one of my favorite little treats too. Yeah. And I've been really onto a chocolate bar called, I don't even know if I told you the mass chocolate. No. M-A-S-T. I have mm. some with me. I'll show it to you. But because now they're saying, I hate to be the Debbie Downer, <laughs> but the chocolate with high levels of lead and cadmium. Oh, so anyway, we don't need to get I on this tangent, ladies. So uh, no, and I'm sorry I'm bringing it up, but okay. mashed chocolate is supposedly very low in both of those okay. and natural. Wonderful. It does have a little bit of sugar, but overall not much, but that's what I like to do with that is I'll dip it in some almond butter mm. and that, that will hit the mark for me too. That sounds so yeah, good. so agree. Yeah. Um, so what are some other favorite treats? Because, um, you turned me on to one after dinner with, um, some, uh, non-dairy yogurt, or you could use Greek yogurt or whatever. Yeah. So that one, so I have a couple of treats that I like, like for after dinner, just as like my little dessert, but that this, this one that I'm going to talk to you about sometimes I'll have that like as my lunch with a little salad. So it should be more of a dessert, but I just, I, I absolutely love it. So what I do, I have, um, I typically use like a coconut yogurt that's unsweetened. And I think it's like so delicious is the brand I mm-hmm. like. It's unsweetened. And I like the vanilla, but there's also plain. Definitely make sure you get the unsweetened. Otherwise you're getting lots of sugar. And then I take a cup, um, sorry, a scoop of chocolate protein powder. I like yeah. the Amy Myers, the one that we use. But if you're using chocolate protein powder, the beautiful part of this is it's sweetened, but you have to make sure you get a protein powder that's sweetened with like this brand that I'm talking about is sweetened with stevia and monk fruit, right? So we should back up and just mention that stevia and monk fruit are both um, all natural sweeteners. In research, there's really no pushback on them. For some people, stevia can cause distress to the GI tract and to the gut, mm-hmm. but most people not. Um, and they don't, it doesn't spike your blood sugar. It does, it does, it's not, it doesn't do really anything. It's basically like you're eating a sweetener that's healthy, that's not giving you any calories or messing with your blood sugar. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it comes from plants, right? Yeah. Plant dry. Yeah. And- Stevia is a, a green leaf, mm-hmm. like a little herb that they grind and either make into liquid or it's a, like a white powder yeah. that looks like sugar. Yeah. And, and it's very power. It almost tastes a little bit like the sugar substitutes that you get when you buy traditional, yeah, like it can have a sharper flavor, it but does. I do feel it's a lot softer. And the point of that is you need very little to make yes. something very sweet. It is sweet, So yeah. that's, what's great about it. And monk fruit too. And you can buy that as a standalone, but so anyway, so I use a protein powder, chocolate protein powder that's sweetened with those two, a scoop of that. I do a scoop of, um, green banana flour, 
because that's high in prebiotic um, fiber. It's great for your gut. It helps you go to the bathroom and it keeps you full. It does fill you up. It does. And that. then I, I stir that all up until it's nice and thick. And the, the beautiful part about that, when you add those two to the yogurt, I think it's specifically the green banana fiber that does it is it makes it like almost a consistency of chocolate pudding, which was like, I loved that as a kid. Yeah. That was like one of my favorite things. And then I'll sprinkle on top of it, some ground flax um, to get those good phytoestrogens and also some good fat. And then if I'm feeling in the mood, maybe a, just a couple of raspberries or blueberries. Yeah. I'm telling you, there is no, really no sugar in that. Like some carbs from the, from the yogurt itself, but you're getting, you're getting the sweet. It tastes like a dessert. You're getting good fat. You're getting good fiber. You're getting protein. You're getting probiotic. You're getting prebiotic. I mean, everything yeah. is there in that and listen, you could do any add-ins that you want. So we'll do that in our house. Sometimes put in, just depends on how we're feeling. We'll put yeah. in like a little bit of like pure coconut flake or yeah. some cacao nibs yep. for texture. Those are really great. Um, they're bitter, but I like that. And they're really crunchy. Um, I love, we do the facts, flax, you could do hemp seed. You could do so whatever many you want. So many different so ways to make that delicious. So many variations. Exactly. Um, so yeah. Um, I mean, I think the point, um, going back to that is that you, you, cause here's the other thing. We remember my conversation with the pumpkin bar and the circle. How could so, I forget? <laughs> Hope you're I, not listening, <laughs> but you know, and I, and I made the mistake at first. And then I kind of came around to this point is if you are craving something and I was craving that pumpkin bar, like there wasn't going to be anything that would satisfy me. And I was probably going to tr try and eat five other things before okay. I ate that. So I went to that and that stopped it. Yeah. So eat the craving, like question the craving, but then try to do it in moderation and try to do it in yeah. a healthy way. Yeah. You know, and that's true. And that's, I mean, that was likely for you more like a mental thing than like your body actually needed it, but still it wasn't going away. No. And no, you know. and, and, you know, it just depends on where you're at in your cycle. Sometimes your body is telling you that you need more carbohydrate well, that's true and too. that's the point where I was at. Um, and something you need to listen to that and something you need to listen to, um, on that. And, you know, that there's something to be said for just knowing your cycle and knowing towards the end, before you do that, you're going to be craving more of those foods. So. Well, and here's a good, here's a good side note to this because, and in this case, you did, couldn't do anything about it. Cause somebody gave that to you, but if you're prone to those cravings <laughs> that, you know, you don't need, but it's just a mental thing that, you know, you can't get past, do not keep it in your house do because not don't give yourself the temptation. Your so true. Get rid of it. There is something so powerful yeah. about going through your pantry getting rid of it, giving it away, give it to the, yeah. to the food bank, give it away to 100%. your older kids or whoever, which is what I, I do. Sometimes I give it to Jordan or whatever. And there you go. And give um, it to the grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> They'll burn it off. <laughs> well, somebody wants it. Basically. Yes, I don't know. I agree. Throw it away, but just don't buy it. Just don't buy yeah. it. It's and once way. again, I don't want to make this a conversation of like, oh my gosh, I don't put yourself. into my clothes yeah. and, and just solely about like physical appearance or a vanity conversation. At the end of the day, I mean, we all know what looks good to us, but at the end of the day, this is a health conversation. Absolutely. So just keep that in mind as we're talking through this. Yeah. Um. Anything, what other tips do you well, have? Well, there are a few, I mean, we all know about honey, a maple syrup. There's also Ooh, date syrup. What about that? Um that like chia pudding that Lila makes oh, that's nice that's and sweet. So that's good. delicious. Yeah. That, and that's the easiest 
dessert there she is. She made it you for me the last time I was here. At a time. You just fill, you know, take some chia seeds that you get from the store and put your favorite milk in with it, whether it's not milk or yep, what some type of plant milk we used. And then you just let it sit and you could do add-ins again. And she um, some of that protein powder in it. Mm, yeah. To sweeten it. Probably collagen would be good in that just and because collagen. the chia itself really gels up and yep. makes it very thick yep. to begin with uh, when you soak it. So yeah, and I that's think a she used one. a little bit of, you could do stevia to sweeten it. I think she sweetened it with a little bit of maple syrup. And then we had some yeah. berries on top of it, but yeah. I feel sure she put some, we'll have to ask her. I, we should have planned this better, <laughs> yeah. but I thought she put some protein powder yeah, in it. Well, I thought it was, you? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's a really nice yeah. thing. And you can have that if you want. I don't like to start my day with sweet at breakfast for me. If I eat something sweet, even if there's Salt no man. sugar, even if it's stevia or monk fruit, just that taste starts it for me. Yeah. Like I want to taste sweet stuff all day. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, yeah. So, you know, keeping your carbs for the end of the day is is smart. Yeah, we've um, talked about that, that too. Of you and not getting your blood sugar on. But, you know, looking at those honey, maple syrup, the point of it is there's something more nutritionally of value in that sugar substitute. Like, so for instance, honey. It's, it's also coming, um, with some anti, um, uh, well, goodness, it has anti-inflammatory properties, mm -hmm. right. And maple syrup, there's, there's those resins and things that come from the tree and there's something to help slow that down a little bit more than just that pulverized white powder that you get in the store that you add to the cookies. Uh, yeah, cakes. absolutely. And that's the difference. So that's why you want to choose it because it's going to break down a little bit slower in your body and give your body more nutritional value. Sure. Yeah. Um, that's great. That's Who great. Knew we had so much to talk about, about sugar. sugar. <laughs> I know. And then last thing I, I have that I wanted to just mention that I'll do a lot of times, this is what I'll do after dinner. For some reason with me, I don't know what it is, but I'm, I feel full and satiated and satisfied all day. And then I eat my dinner. And I can have a huge dinner and still feel like mm -hmm. I'm not. And I know like my body is full. And then what ends up happening is I eat to the point where an hour later, I'm so full that I'm sick. I don't know why it's, I don't know if there's, I've tried to like nitpick this. Cause I'm like, maybe there's a little something that I'm missing that my body needs. Like it wasn't a balanced enough meal for me, whatever the case, I have found that a little something sweet after my meal, but I, I don't want to do like chocolate or really sugary. So we have found these, the paleo Valley superfood bars, right? You eat them too now. Yes. They're dark, they're um, dark chocolate and they are, yes, they're very good. They have pumpkin see There's, I, I can't even, there's green powders. And then I think there's spirulina. There's some digestive, like it's basically like a nutrient whole food bar, right. That you would, you might eat on the go or as a yeah. snack, or after a workout, but I like to have a half of one, or even if I'm really hungry, a whole one after my meal. And it's like a little dessert, but it's super good for me. And that stops it for me. Um, I also like, and we talked about this last time you were visiting me, right? Because remember in college, how we'd eat and like, I just need that chocolate. I need something sweet. Yeah. This is it. This is what, at that least for it me, for it does it for me. Yeah. And the, um, I really like the bulletproof bars too. The fudge brownie and the um, chocolate chip. Yeah. Half of one of those. And that does and, it. And that's got. And by the way, we've said this before. We we don't get paid for. No, not these or anything that we're. That we love just things that we use. Love to. Yeah. 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 And those two bars in particular, ladies, also have um, bone broth powder and collagen, right? So you're getting some good yeah. things for your hair, skin, nails, and teeth too. So. 
So if we, if we could figure out that whole, um, thing with the meal and you know, there's, cause people will tell you, you need to slow down your eating, but I've watched you, you eat pretty slow. I eat slowly faster than you. You and Mark are like, well, yeah, I sit down and you guys are already up cleaning. Grew up on a farm. And if you didn't eat, you know, if you didn't eat fast, you didn't gone. eat. So, and then I, you just sort of end up mirroring each other. So, but yeah, you definitely eat slow. And then I think you eat enough fiber. So that's the other thing that science I eat a ton of fat too. You. I mean, like yes. a ton of fat. So something about just letting that time go by. Um, but for you, you might just need to balance it out with a little sweetness. Your body's telling you your carb, your carb load's too low. And maybe that's what your body is trying to tell you, but yeah, there is something for you. If that, I know for me, it's probably that there isn't enough fiber or I haven't given it enough time to just digest. And if I would do that, I think I would perhaps get eat the other side. less. Yeah. Get to the other side. And what I found too, besides the bars and you're right, like you need to give it some time because the other thing I found besides having a bar is that I just, if I give myself even 45 minutes, half hour, I just say like, let me see in a half hour, 45 minutes. If it's I'm great. still hungry, I'll have something Set else. A timer on your and phone. if I drink a big glass of water that then I'm usually, once I get to that point, I'm like, I couldn't put another thing in my yeah. mouth. I'm like, I'm full. Yeah. Had I gone in for that extra, whatever it was, then I'd be like up to here and be miserable when I went to bed. It's, I mean, this is just real conversation. I do, we, I don't know. At yeah. least that's what I do. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, anything else to add? Yeah. Just eat the craving, but keep it in moderation. Yeah. Yeah. And keep the temptation out of your house. If yeah. it's something that's not great so for you. Great. So, yep. Um, Ladies, thank you for joining us. As always, it's a pleasure. And make sure you're following us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Website is www.lifeafterkids.com. Don't hesitate to reach out um, via DM, via email. Um, you we know, love hearing from you. Yes, we want to know what's going on with you and how we can address it. And what you know, this conversation is not necessarily for us. Can we do this anytime? <laughs> <laughs> but for all, we're all better together. So when, and Absolutely. when we share things and we know we're all going through similar things, it just makes midlife that much easier. I think, I think so too. So have a, an amazing week and go show midlife who's boss. Yes. Love it. Thanks again for listening to life after kids. When you have a moment, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you liked our conversation, hit follow and share it with a friend. For more on Life After Kids, go to www.lifeafterkids.com. We'll be back every Sunday, and we hope you will too. Until next time.